Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Bald Face Truth. I'll tell you one of the benefits of having a head football coach on every Tuesday. Monday tends to be a newsy kind of day because we're digesting the weekend, the college football games. And as people know, I mean, just as an example, Washington beats USC on Sunday. Alex Grinch, defensive coordinator at USC, is relieved of his duties. Monday becomes a big, oh, USC's moving on day. Tuesday becomes, what did Dan Lanning have to say about, you know, playing against a team that's changing coordinators? And how does that affect you as a, how does it affect your game plan? So Dan Lanning on his Monday night news conference spends some time talking about that. And it becomes, you know, it becomes a big deal. And here comes Tuesday. And the benefit of having a coach like Bruce Bartom on is not just that we can talk about Portland State, but he can talk about what it's like to coach against a team when you don't know how they're going to be because they're switching play callers. How big a deal is that? We have used Barnum like that to talk about sign stealing. We've used it to talk about, um, you know, game planning. And and today I'm going to ask him when he comes on here in a few minutes, like, hey, what is Oregon up against knowing that they don't know what the D coordinator is going to do at USC? Dan Lanning, last night in Monday's news conference. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's a lot of thoughts that kind of go into that. But, you know, Coach Odom's actually called it before when last time Oregon played um, against Oklahoma in the Alamo Bowl. So um, I think there'll be a lot of similarities to some of the stuff that they already do. Um, I think that that group will probably have some new wrinkles that we potentially haven't seen. Um, but it all comes back to what football's all about, right? Tackling, blocking, right? Breaking tackles, making catches. Um, so all those things are going to hold true. Um and we have to play to our identity. I hope when people watch this team, especially, um, you know, really on both sides of the ball, you see an identity. And our identity has to hold true regardless of what uh, scheme we see against us. Identity. you got to worry about you. And that's true. But I think coaches sometimes say that stuff. You know, we have to take care of ourselves because there's a fear, you know, that, you know, you have to do something different because – the other team has uh, got a new play caller. Oregon State last week played a game against Colorado in which Colorado had demoted Sean Lewis, the offensive coordinator. It's a new play caller. Pat Shermer was calling the plays. It didn't really matter for three quarters. Colorado couldn't protect the quarterback. It couldn't run the ball. It was the same problems that the other coordinator had. And they came to a little bit of life in the fourth quarter, but I don't think it was play calling. Now comes USC. They're going to Eugene to play against Oregon, and Alex Grinch is out as the D coordinator. What can USC change? How different will they be? It's one of those things I'm going to ask Bruce Barnum, our next guest, and, in fact, he is here to talk about it. Bruce Barnum, Portland State coach, joining us. What does that do to you when you have a team that changes coordinators midstream? Hey, John, thanks for having us, uh, Portland State. Appreciate it. Um, that one's everyone's unique, you know. First thing about it, uh, they did it what right after the game. Um, 
Uh, the dust settles. Uh, you got Tuesday, Wednesday. You only have two practices. You know, Thursday to shine and review, and then they're traveling Friday. So you're not going to do much. But knowing that operation, Odom, the guy that took it over, him and Grinch are best friends. They came up through the profession together. You know, uh, they're close. So what I would predict, just by what people are attacking, uh, with the Grinch is still Christmas, is I think they'll see some tweaks in the back end, uh, some coverage, leverage, um, you know, maybe back to some basics to how to run certain coverages, um, you know, instead of trying to reinvent the wheel, which, I, you know, I think Grinch got caught up in a little bit, you know, trying to make his mark, but um, I think that's what you're going to see. You don't have time to change much by the time you see Oregon. You have to go over everything that offense does, you know, all their tendencies, all their different plays, all their favorites. You know, you might see um, – the only other thing you do is, okay, let's push the blitz button more, you know, or let's do this. But, uh, you know, maybe pressure uh, bow necks, see how he handles it, try to catch him off guard, maybe run blitz. Um, but I think you'll see it all from the back end. You're not going to see much, I don't think, up front. But just, you know, because I think that one is unique. Um, and I've actually gone up against Grinch many moons ago. How hard is that when your buddy gets demoted and they come and go, hey, do you want to be the head person or do you want to be the coordinator? Well, that's, I mean, that's the drama. That's the... You know what's going on there. That's uh, who knows. We're not sitting there, but I actually have a coach that was down there. You know, uh, last year, last two years, uh, Parker Henry, my special teams coach, was uh, part of that staff. So, you know, that's why I got that drama information. But you know, that's got to be. When somebody said something this morning, what do you say? Do you say, "Oh, you know, my buddy backstabbed me"? You know, I mean, there's all kinds of things if if the trust isn't there, but. That's not going to affect the field. I mean, that's not not going to affect game day. You got a guy who's you know got a shot. He's got a chance to make his mark at that level of our profession. So um, I think he's going to jump on the X's and O's in his history. And I heard a piece of what you said. Lanny's you know knows a game that he called. That helps. I mean, that's what I did when I played Grinch. I went back to where he was. You know, prior. Uh, because when we went to Wazoo that year, that was his first year as a coordinator. I just wanted to see what he knew, what he'd been a part of. So, you know, I don't think that job will affect the field at all. How does a coach know when he's lost the locker room or lost his team or the defensive coordinator, he's lost the defense? Um, I think that's a, I, that's the coach's biggest fear. I think you know that's when you know it's you know time to time to put a stamp on it and, and move on. So um, when you do it, I mean, when you get renegades, when people go rogue, when you see fighting on the sideline, when you, I don't think the social media has anything to do with it at all. I think it's the locker room and the trust and the you know um, when that gets to the field, if that gets to the field with the players, you know, not trusting the coach, you, you got an issue. Bruce Barnum is with us, Portland State coach. You guys, uh, last week, uh, didn't get the result that you wanted. UC Davis got you. What happened in that game? 
Um, we didn't play. I, I I need to stay healthy. I had certain positions not healthy. I had certain positions uh, that I need to roll to to be good. Um, they weren't healthy again, so. Um, that's part of we didn't play where we were, didn't make adjustments from that standpoint, whether it was communication or what, you know, um, with players, how good are you, is this shot going to work, will you be normal, I mean, um, but uh, kids fought, I was, I was proud of how they played. And you know what, I, I have no excuses, zero, but you look at the whole picture, John, I don't, you know, I had a situation. I was leaving on Thursday, so we get the legs back. I ended up leaving on a Friday on a bus. You know, yeah, let's sell Americana and that, but, you know, uh, it affects your legs. I don't, I, and the only reason I say that, we look slow. I think we're a fast football team. And from snap one of that game, I said, geez, you know, let's, let's get the piano off our back. Um, is that bus trip? Is that what? I, I don't know, but I need to make sure I don't put my kids in a position, you know, uh, that they're not at their top entering a game. You have Montana coming to your place this weekend. You go to Northern Colorado next weekend. Obviously, you'd love to go two and zero. You'd love to finish above five hundred. What are you up against this week with the Grizz? Uh, they're a good football team. Uh, their defense is lights out. It was one in one game for them early. You know now their offense is caught up. Uh, for that reason, they're ranked. I think three in the country. Um, but they're led by their defense. Uh, but uh, their offense, like I said, is caught up. They've always been strong in special teams. So we have a challenge coming, but it's a big game and. You know, um, we're healthy at certain positions, and uh, we'll give them a run. Uh, I'm sure of that. Um, so, yes, disappointed. You know, we've dropped some I thought uh, that I wanted to win, that everybody wanted to win. But um, this conference, uh, I don't care. College football Saturday, anybody can win. But we're facing probably the best football team in, in the uh, conference right now. You think Montana's playing the best football? Right now, I think they are, yes. 8-1, and 5-1 and one in conference play. Uh, you'll finish uh, with, uh, what is it, Northern Arizona, Northern Colorado? Northern to, Colorado. To, to finish the year. I mean, you're, that's the first-place team and the last-place team. You can get this one. You know, you got to be feeling pretty good going to the last week of the season, even though you don't want to look ahead. But, uh, you know, what wh- health-wise, you mentioned some health issues. Are you healthier this week? Uh, more than last week, yes. You know, um, we didn't. Well, I lost a deep, one of my starting defensive ends uh, with an ACL, but you know, we're banged up like anybody. Um, but at the quarterback position, I think we're uh, finally back together, and um, you know, we're gonna have fun. It's my senior night, which I do not like. I don't like the emotion of that. You know, I take my guys out to a joint just as seniors i don't have a banquet i take them out at some point after and i get them a you know one of those steaks with a bone in it and we eat that and i got it approved if they're of age we can toast their life ahead and you know move on i don't like that emotion on game day though we can come out and they announce them and 
Yada, yada, yada. It's a military night. Actually, they've got a... Uh, get this one first one i bet this is the first time in the united states of america one of my assistant coaches uh is going to sing the national anthem so i like it i've never seen that before I, I actually, the other day i had him throw a few notes out so he can't embarrass us i said give me five notes you know did he want to do it like he said hey coach can i do this and you went let me hear you or well, was he's got a like... talent he, he's got a talent he, he's in his you know his choir you know, and he told me that when I first hired him, and you know, I, I said, all right, well, get, throw throw one out, you know, because you know, Amazing Grace, something. But he's a, he's a tenor. It's the only thing I don't like. He's not a baritone. You know, he's not a he's not a deep guy. He's, but I had him throw out a five noter the other day, and he's a little nervous. You know, I don't know those singing people. You know, I I enjoy him, but um, someone's he said his voice last game. He, he was a little nervous. I gave him some cincha, slapped some green tea in him. And today we had him eating something to make sure he could, you know, knock it out. And he's going uh, acapellas too. There's not going to be like a 45, you know, uh, record playing for the background music. He's going to knock it out by himself. What would it mean to you guys? to get this win against Montana? Oh, it, you know, they're all big. I enjoy every win. I don't care who, who, who it's against. But beating the Grizz, you know, obviously, um, that, that that would be a big one. Nice way to finish at home. It's interesting to kind of watch this season and the scramble that's happening. And, you know, the playoff rankings came out today and a lot of buzz around that. When... You look at your level of football in the Big Sky Conference and the ranked teams that the Big Sky has, and, you know, how is this conference going to match up nationally, do you think, in the playoffs? Uh, the Big Sky, you're talking. Yeah. Um, uh, they will, well, I, I think the top teams in our conference right now, I think you'll see one of them, and, and it depends. The brackets, you know, how they make the who they put on what side of the bracket, yada, 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 but... I think there's two to maybe three teams in this conference that could end up in that final game. You need National a championship game. You, you know, you need a stadium, and you know that's that's a horse that is dead, and we keep beating it. But you you got a president who's talking and showing up and doing more than just making a video. And um, I've been banging the drum to get you back inside Providence Park. Is is that been talked about at all that, you know, is it possible that the Timbers want to extend an olive branch and have you back in there as a tenant, or is that ship sailed? No, I don't think it's sailed, you know, because uh, actually uh, our president, Ann Cudd, that's the first thing she brought up because it, it's the most, you know, financially sound decision uh, instead of building something. Uh, but I don't know. They leave me out of those talks. You know, many moons ago they said, "Oh, don't badmouth." What's his name? Merritt Paulsons. Yeah. You know, don't do this. Don't do this on the radio. I'm like, why? <laughs> I said, what the hell? But That's they true. did. They put the yeah. they put the whatever on me. The you know, shut your mouth for him. Do not badmouth Merritt Paulson. I'm like, all right. I said, mm. Do you think that's you, why? You never bought me a damn cup of coffee. What the hell? I care. But they've they systematically squeezed you out of the building. I mean, we all know oh, yeah. they they it made it brutal. hard. They made it hard for you guys. Like they, you couldn't play on a Thursday or Friday or a Saturday. 
Well, and the price kept going up. You know, when we first played there, we had to pay to play there. It went from, I don't know the exact numbers, but it would double. Like, I remember one year it it doubled, like, from 25 to 50 or 50 or some 40 to 80. And I said, what the hell? <laughs> and they said, um, inflation or something for our workers, the cost of living. I said, cost of living? I said, they don't live like merit? You know, what the hell? Um <laughs> And then it was the Monday thing. We didn't kick Barney out. We didn't kick Portland State out. We said he could play on Mondays, like, from 9 a.m. to noon. I don't know what the hell the times were. I'm like, yeah, that'll work, guys. There you go. But I'm not going to badmouth, you know. Merritt, hey, he's a genius. He made a deal with whoever had that contract for Civic or what is it now, Merritt Stadium. He made a deal that... Um, he made out. Good for him. He's smarter than all of us. Well, I, I, you know, it's still a city-owned building, and taxpayers built that building, continue to fund that building. I get that the Timbers have made improvements, but they don't own the building. That bothers me that they act like they own the damn building. Right. I mean, it, and I don't know. Like I said, they leave me out of those talks. I'm just, I'm rambling yeah. now. You're trying to get my ass in trouble. No, I'm not, stupid, I'm not trying to get you in I'll trouble. Ramble. It bothers, it bothers me. I don't, you know, we don't need to, we don't want to get him in trouble. But I, I think it would be the right thing to do for the Timbers to go. Hey, let's just be reasonable. They can play on a Saturday when we're not playing, and we can charge them a normal rate that works for them. It takes no brains at all to throw a number at you guys that doesn't work. Like, give, you know, put a number out there that works and let the building serve the city. That was the purpose of building the damn thing. So right, right, that's just right. Me. That's just me. That's just me. No, you know? we're on the same page. We're on the same page. Yeah. All right. All right. Good serve luck this city. weekend. That's poor mistake. Yep. Good luck this weekend, and we'll catch up with you next week. All right. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. All right. Bruce Barnum, big game for the Vikings is uh, they will be at home 6 o'clock Saturday night against Montana. Big game for them. A tough one for them. They'll finish at Northern Colorado. I think they can win the, the Northern Colorado game. Um, I'll, I'm going to look up the spread. What do you think the point spread is on the Montana game? I do have the uh, FCS spreads. What do you think it's going to be, Stephen? Without looking it up, what will be the point spread of Montana playing against Portland State? Uh, I'm going to go with Montana favored by uh, ten and a half. Okay, uh, actually the numbers are not out yet, <laughs> yet. Uh, but that game's not out. It's not on the board. I bet it might be more than that. I bet it might be thirteen and a half. But I'll check the spreads when they come out tomorrow. Uh, yeah, those spreads usually get out later than the other ones. But right now they're showing no line on all those games. All right, coming up, uh, we're going to give our lean. <laughs> We interrupt this podcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face Truth Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.